Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But I thought, what's our favorite audio bit from the show? Moddy singing. This month's one's much shorter, but if you can roll this one. Podcast. I'm your host, Monkey Boy, and I'm joined by Swinney. And damn, did you see Joe? Holy smack. <laughs> this is episode six of season two. Let's get physical. <laughs> um, so it opens with Moddy and Mixie getting fit. Uh, I like the star. It's funny. It was, I was amped up. I was promising myself <gasps> I'm going to host this show much better than last week, which is the worst hosting job that I've done. Yeah, that was horrible. Um, that ruined the whole episode for us. I was going to give it a 10, and then after your performance... <laughs> I don't want to blame you, but when you rated the episode from the start, and it was just like, oh, it's crap. I was just like, oh, I had almost no stamina for that episode, and then it just like disappeared. <laughs> anyway, with this episode, I love the 80s outfits that they're in. Like, with these outfits that they were wearing, you know, it's like the whole neon green and all that kind of crazy stuff. Mm. Did we still have that in the mid-90s? Or I thought Mm. it was already evolving by that stage. Did you ever watch Aerobics Oz style in the morning? Oh, yeah. We definitely (laughs) had it. Can you explain Aerobics Oz style, Swinney? Like, to an international audience? Or an immigrant like myself? Aerobics Oz style was, (laughs) you know, aerobics program that... I guess it ran before 7 o'clock, I think. It ran, like, in, like, 6, 6.30 or something. Okay. And they usually had a group, mostly women, just doing aerobics, usually, like, outside on the grass or something. (laughs) And 
the reason I brought it up is because you'd still see a lot of those neon green uh, stuff in the early 90s. But the program was kind of notorious <laughs> because <laughs> it, let's just say it gave a lot of people a reason to wake up early. All right. <laughs> like that, this could have turned into a morning person. Bring it's it so back. True. Bring it back. <laughs> it's hard to explain unless you see it. Um, Thanks for joining Aerobics on Style. Our workout is a high-energy workout today. <laughs> that sounds like oh, wow. early 90s. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Like, because back in the day, Aussie TV, they really didn't show anything controversial. Like, I think it was not until the late 90s where they actually had some shows that talked about sex and stuff like that. But before that, they were very, like, um, strict on what they would show. And Swinney's right. When they had that show, it was quite funny. Like, a lot of people... I, I think a lot of uh, males around our age know about that show. So, <laughs> yes, we'll just leave it at that. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so Mike's, Mike's thinking, I g- and all I had was Kmart catalogs. I know. <laughs> God, I was missing out. <laughs> So, yeah, we have Moddy and Mixie getting fit, and the reason is because Joe is training to be a trainer. So, he's going to train Robbie, Lenny, Moddy, Mixie, and Darren, and Radis. And whoever out of those teams won would get the 500 bucks. Um, I don't know where this 500 bucks is coming from. Is this, do you reckon this is just Joe? It's just Joe, yeah. Uh, supplying it? Yeah, he's just okay. using it as, a, as an incentive to get people fit. So, I mean, this happens all the way through the episode, but I wanted you to talk about it, Mike. Yes. Joe's outfits. Mm-hmm. What, are, what, are your, what is your review of Joe's outfits? Loved outfit? him. Loved him. <laughs> Showed just the right amount of skin to turn a guy on, if a guy was inclined to be turned on by Joe. And oh, loved him. Absolutely loved him. Before I go go further, though... Well, how do you describe it? How do you describe it? Instead very of tight. saying you love it. Very tight. And... <laughs> Not a lot of material, just the way I like it. And do you, do you think he was wearing un- anything? Like, nope. what was he wearing? He wasn't. Well, I'd say he wasn't wearing anything underneath that. <laughs> I'll say I think they had him wearing a like a fanny pack, just in case yes. you could see any. Um, well, what's the male? The- what's the male equivalent of camel toe again? Mammal toe. Was um, it? Uh, oh no, there's something like there's a that. Name for it? Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's a name for it. Know. There's an equivalent. Oh, bulge toe. I don't know. I don't know. Big toe. What did you say? Bulge toe. <laughs> Big toe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what this thing's called. <laughs> so basically, now, you had the fatty pack to kind of cover that up. I think. Can I? Yeah. Can I point? Something I agree. Out, I though? agree. They did do that because it was ridiculous. <laughs> but even with the fanny pack, it was still so like whoa. <laughs> oh my god. It was and and this isn't just me. You guys, I don't know if you guys have picked this up as well. You can watch it again. There's multiple crotch shots. That are absolutely intentional. So at first I thought, hang on a minute, is that just really bad camera play? Because right at the start they they sort of they show him talking, and then the camera moves down to 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 look at one of the ferals, but it's done in such a way that he can tell it's intentionally trying to film his crotch. And then I thought, okay, maybe that's just a slip no. up. Trust me, trust me. I thought at first it's just a slip up, and then it happens we need, again. We need to get Mel back on to. And then it happens this. again. So I'm like, nah, this is intentional. Trust me, this is intentional. The way they've shot it is intentionally done so they can move the camera down and do like a really quick crotch shot before they transition to the ferals. But their, tar- <laughs> but their target audience, as Mel said, was like 12 year old boys. Who are they appealing to with these shots? It do- it doesn't matter. They're obviously just trying to be funny about it. Trust me, watch it again. 
I watch don't those parts. It's it's really apparent. It's done intentionally. The, the sure. only the only part, and this is skipping ahead a little bit. The only part that I noticed that it seemed intentional was a shot when they go to the tip and they're training the tip, and Joe walks from close to the camera away mm. from the camera, and it's just like a great shot of his ass the whole time. It was a great oh shot yeah of his ass. yeah that was when he was wearing the green thing or yeah. whatever. I so that, that. Yeah, seems that was- somewhat intentional because. It was the camera was positioned in a way where it's going to focus on his arms. <laughs> After this, you guys have to watch the intro because it happens in the intro, or like that that very first sort of like the first three Mike, four minutes, and you will see Mike, it looks so intentional. You, Mike, uh, can you? Uh, I know you've been uh, dabbling in a bit of video production in the past and editing. Can you edit uh, like a director's cut of just Joe Joe's bulge and? <laughs> I, I I think I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do that. I do, do that because. There's probably at least half a minute worth of just Joe in his tight outfit. It's so... Uh, and you can, so and just you looking... can set it to Let's Get Physical by Living Newton, John. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> so, just looking, it's moose knuckle. Oh, moose, moose knuckle. knuckle is the term. <laughs> okay. But I don't but I don't think it's that valid. How does that work? Because it's like... It's still... It's just like camel toe, moose knuckle. It's, it's stupid. Although, if... Can you see the link that I just shot through? The BuzzFeed link? Yep. Go go to the last one. So number one. Or number two and number twenty two most one. horrifying cases of male camel toe. <laughs> Can you just skip all the way down there? God, crap. this is this skip is skip all like... the way down to number three and number two and number one. Three, two, okay. Three whoa, Jesus. Yeah, no, I've seen that before on uh, M Oh my god. I've seen number two as well. <laughs> I've not seen number one. Wait, what? That's like number one. I can't. No, that's Photoshop. What? <laughs> number one is Photoshop. And the I love the heading one. And finally, I'm just going to scratch up, scratch out my own retinas. <laughs> the guy looks so proud of himself as well. Oh, okay. So yes, we've learned something today, Moose Knuckle. Um, all right. I'm. Why am I right, looking at more of these pictures? Place. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> okay. So. So, in terms of actually going for the five hundred bucks, we have a, a short little clip of um, of what people would do for five hundred dollars. Well, not what they would do, but their attitude towards it. First. Can't believe we're doing this, <laughs> Robbie. You'll do anything for five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that delivery, come on. That uh, I don't know what to take away from that. That's just. Joe, Joe's just awesome. He's the best person in this show. Um, there's so many, so many things he says in this show that it's just awesome timing and delivery. Um, so yeah, in this scene, this is where we see, uh, Radis swinging in like Tarzan. It's quite funny. Did you understand when Joe said about, you know, you want to get paid the big bickies? Do you understand what that means, Mike? The big bucks. Okay. Have you heard that before? Nope. That's slang. Really? This is the first time you've heard it? Yep. Okay, so you don't know what Big Big is. Uh, okay, cool. Um, so then we have Lenny, who we've all been anticipating to rock up. Now, I thought this was really harsh, and I think it was pretty good um, from Brian. It's, no, it's, it's Brian? I can't remember now. Brian Rooney, right? Yes. It's Brian That's Boltani. <laughs> you idiot. Now, like, what did he look like, Sweeney? How, how would you describe it? Oh, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. He... He, we've mentioned before that we didn't realise how skinny Lenny was because he's always wearing mm. baggy clothes, but oh, you saw it in this part. You saw it in this part. <laughs> it looks boyish, right? 
boyish. <laughs> well, never <laughs> like a boy. Well, yeah, what do you I, mean? I don't know. It's just a weird way to say it. He, I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? Standing next to Joe, yeah, I, I can see that because Joe doesn't like, look manly. Built. Does he look manly? No, he doesn't look manly. So therefore, he looks boyish, right? By your definition, yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, poor, poor Lenny, poor bastard. He's uh, his pants, uh, like f- his shorts, are like tucked into his, you know, wife beater, and it's all <laughs> very like the the skinniest wife beater that they can get him, and the tightest pants to make him look even smaller. Uh, he's a pretty good sport for doing it, actually. Yeah, and um, I, I love Joe's line about it. Yeah. Do you remember? It? Yeah, basically. <laughs> did someone set it up with a Mr. Universe, or did Joe just go? Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. Joe, pretty no, much. I think Joe said, "I'm like Mr. Universe, and he's Mr. Puniverse," which is <laughs> <was> pretty funny. <laughs> I do like that. Every now and then they say something, and I go, "I might add that to my repertoire of insults." <laughs> Mr. Puniverse. <laughs> oh, there's a great one later that I loved. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up on it. Did, I wonder if it's the same one that I was thinking. But anyway, did you guys pick up on, um, on a huge mistake in this episode? Uh, are we up to it yet? Yes. Ass. Yeah. Okay, go on. Robbie doesn't need any fitness training. She's fit ass. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. I was thinking that at the start. Yeah. Although she's probably not muscular, right? No, but she's fit ass. <laughs> she's good looking, she's but I mean, like... Yeah, but some people, you know, like to be muscular as well, right? Yeah, but no, she's just right. She's fit, but she knows it. Yep. Perfect. Especially with that haircut. She looks cool with that haircut. I like that haircut. It's a little boyish. Oh, you like it? Goes with the whole Robbie name. Which, <laughs> which by the way, it's a little boyish. not to jump ahead, <laughs> but is this the first time someone mentioned her full name? Wait, wait. Not to jump ahead, but let's jump ahead. I'm just going to jump ahead and say, hey, someone <laughs> called her jump Roberta. Ahead, but they all die from cyanide poisoning at the end of the episode. <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, so, now you you love to you love to jump on stuff that you you're so excited about talking about. Yeah, it's because like, it wow, it took be- so many episodes. It's because it's the next note in his list. No, no, it's actually it's actually all the way down <laughs> on my list. I had to I had to skip back up, and I've gone back down now. You're right. The next note is Roberta. Then after that, Clay. No, no, I had I had lots of other that stuff. I had ends. Kylie. I had light bulbs. <laughs> Waiting for destiny to download. <laughs> Um. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, actually, Swinny, did you like the next line that Moddy said about the green team? I don't know if you remember it. I don't remember what it was. Something like that. Because the the green team will cream you lot. Oh, that's right. And then later on, <laughs> yeah, like the snot green team as as a back back at them and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. So then we see them all. Oh, this is actually the part where we see Joe's lycra pants. Uh, you know, the bit where he's like walking away from the camera. Mm-hmm. Yep. I. I agree with what you're saying there, Mike. That that felt very deliberate. I don't oh, know. There's a few it, it, scenes that just they're definitely deliberate. There's a bit of fan service out there mm. for for whoever. I'm not even sure. Um, and then we have Keith as the race caller. So all the all the sort of Ferrells and 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 Robbie are all working out. And we do notice that Lenny wasn't working out in this part, was he? When they were all working out, running around the tip, doing all this stuff to get fit. Mm. No, I don't remember him doing that. Mm, mm. Did you notice Did you how... Guys, and, yeah, go. <laughs> Did you guys I catch... I couldn't understand what Kylie was saying about Medigliana's bum. No, I couldn't catch it either. 
All I did catch I is that she needs to put a rocket up there. Was it rocket, rocket up her bum? I I have in my notes because I kept listening to it. Medigliana looks like she needs a blank up her bum, and I couldn't yeah, understand what she was saying in the episode because I'm like, <sighs> a rocket I, like a salad I know, rocket. Or I know rocket she's like... saying up her bum. I'm like, what is she saying? And then Mixie had something I couldn't tell what it was. It was like a big red. It was a rocket. It was a rocket. It looks like a big red knife or something. It looked really bad. <laughs> I think I think I have it. If you if you mind, yes, China. Rocket. They all look like losers to me. Interesting new training technique Radis is using there. Excellent. Give one for me, Radis. Oh, I'm about to get it right. Here we go. But she says it like rockets up her nah, bum. it's rocket. I know, she's got a real a- weird like, accent. Well, I, I... She needs like a rocket up her bum. <laughs> How? Uh, I always put uh, Lenny as Leonard in my notes now. And whenever I write about Keith, and then I talk about fake Kylie. Every time I write Kylie, well, love it's always like fake Kylie. You say that you've got Leonard in your notes. If you remember, it took... I don't know how many episodes to actually get to the point where someone starts calling him Lenny. Remember, it was Leonard from the start. Now I'm so used to saying Lenny. It's like, it's crazy. No, no, it was... It, wait, I'm so confused No, it was now. Robbie and Leonard it, from the start, and then they started calling him Lenny. Oh, yeah, that's right, actually. Lenny. See? And then we found out his name is Lenny Leonard. Yeah, and you're... <laughs> and the fact that you now automatically think his name is Lenny, and you're like, oh, by putting it as Leonard, it sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's we've been watching the show way too much. I know, way, way too much. It was a rocket. So, okay, fake Kylie. I must be able to understand what she says a lot better than you guys. But the real Kylie, you guys can understand better than me. Mm. See what's happening? Yeah, it must mm. be. The, the mm. thing was, was fake Kylie. It, it just sounded so contrived. Her lines were really bad. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I get what you're saying. It sounds. Oh, jeez. I hope the person's not listening. So, sorry, um, fake Kylie. But, <laughs> but yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. She sounds, I don't know, especially because sounds like she's putting it on too much. Exactly, or yeah, and especially when you contrast that with with Keith's lines that are so well delivered, it just feels really weird and out of place. Because you, well, Mel, I was just going to yeah, say because you're sorry, also sorry. going from a relatively relaxed Bogan voice to a bit more of a posh voice. Yeah, and I don't think it's a bad thing for us to criticize because. It's not like we were very attached to the Kylie character anyway. We all hated that character. No. Now, if they <laughs> yeah. were replacing we Keith's voice or replacing, uh, you know, Medigliana's voice or something, uh, would would be like, no, that's that's weird, and but would probably be biased towards the earlier one. We're not biased here. We're just like, it doesn't sound good. Mm. That's a good point. Because, I mean, Kylie was easily the least favourite character in the last season. And this fake Kylie is like way down the list now. Yeah. Like there's distance. There's there's a gap between the last season's Kylie and this one. Still both the worst character. I, I I think you're right. And I don't know, you know, with all the other characters, you never think about them with their voice acting or the way they sound or anything like that. Like with Mel, like I didn't even know until we looked into it that he did the voice for Moddy and for Keith. Mm. Like I didn't I couldn't tell that he did both. I do. I don't know about you guys. Nope. No. Well, I didn't know. In this, yeah. So I mean, that's a good voice actor, right? But this this new Kylie, it's she's shit, man. 
<laughs> anyway. I like it. I'm just going end- like lay into it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like at the end of the scene, Keith goes, it's a great day in sporting history. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I actually really like that. I reckon Keith would be an awesome race caller. It's calling the, the ponies around, but yeah. anyway. So now we find out what Lenny is doing. So he's slacking off and he's working on a new invention. I was pretty excited about the name of this invention. Did you did you write this note down, Mike? Yep. What, what is it? Uh, what, what's the nickname for it? What's the full name? Ah, oh, oh, it's called the DAG. Yeah, the digital anti gravity device. Boom. DAG no, one. No, that's not what it's called. What is it? It's called the DDEM. <laughs> what is that? I don't actually know what that means. The digital Deus Ex Machina. Uh, it's actually yeah it's a (laughs) from watching this show as a kid and like watching it now i i didn't really remember that much about the show just like the ferals the shed a few things like that but the fact that in what would it be about half the episodes lenny's inventions like are the key linchpin to the whole plot if you didn't have them the the plot wouldn't work. Mm, yeah. That's that's, that's a good pretty point, crazy, actually. right? Can I just mm. can I ask now? They're in Joe's place, right? Yeah. Why do you think they're always in Joe's place at the moment? Well, I think it's because it's continued on, and I wonder. Like, I had this. I was going to bring this up later in a later scene where we see Joe sleeping, and it looks like Lenny's sleeping right next to him. Yep, they're all sleeping in Joe's place. Now, it's ex- <laughs> it's explained later because we see the apartment still kind of in ruins a bit, right? So, this mm. must be happening pretty soon after the previous episode, so they haven't rebuilt the, True. the stuff yet. But True. You, do you know why they're actually filming it there? Mm-hmm. I no. believe it's because the risers are lower, so hence they don't they're not having the ferals in those scenes very much. So it's easier for the actors oh. to actually film in Gerald uh, in Joe Gerald's in Joe's, <laughs> Gerald, Joe's who's place. Gerald? Gerald, I don't know. <laughs> in Joe's place. So to me that's why they've started transitioning although they've got an excuse and it's a good excuse. That's why I think they're yeah. filming a lot of, over there. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be I'll interesting to ask Mel. I mean, I've still, you know, um, with Kylie, like, I was trying to get her on the show, who plays Robbie, um, but she said she's happy to answer any questions that we have, so I thought we might wait a little bit later, and then I'll get back to her with some questions that we have, if that's the best we can do. And then we'll, um, like, we'll have Mike photos. do an impression and pretend <laughs> that he's, he's uh, Robbie. I think I think you should you guys should keep me out of this one, to be honest. <laughs> can for the sake, we, can for I... The can I... The hey... <laughs> Okay, Mike, can I send her... You get the best photo of yourself, okay. right? Because you've rated her, right? So, it's only fair that <laughs> the vi- vice versa happens. When, when I send her an email with all the questions, number one question, can you play guitar? Did you play guitar in the show? That's my number one question. Mm-hmm. Um, but can we ask her to rate you out of 10 <laughs> and you can supply the best photo of yourself? Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, and it has to, it has to be a PG rated photo. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> above the that's waist. Awesome. Well, they go with most of the photos I have. Um... Well, yeah, he'll go. That's my best feature. <laughs> He's moose knuckle. Um, <laughs> anyway, what, one thing I wanted to say, you know, with this device that makes things either heavier or it makes them uh, lighter, that's actually similar to the concept in Primer. Have you seen Primer, Mike? Yes. 
You know, do you remember that the, the the device they're inventing actually makes things lighter than they are, and then as a byproduct actually makes yep. the time-space continuum sort of stretch, so it can actually manipulate yep, time? Yep, So there you go. It's getting pretty deep, this feral episode. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, what else did I want to say? I think that, you know, I didn't realize that they were saying that it was an iron all along. Why, why is it in an iron, this, this device? Just Lenny's just modified existing... <laughs> Equipment he had around. Yeah, it's probably Joe's iron. That's what inventors do. <laughs> so you're saying the closest thing, you know, to getting a digital anti gravity device is an iron. Damn straight. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. That the, makes the sense. Irons are powerful. If you leave them on, they can destroy houses. That's true. true, actually. That would be super embarrassing, wouldn't it? If your house burnt down because you left the iron on, you'd never hear the end of it most modern irons have safety mechanisms (laughs) don't they you gotta note that one down monkey boy (laughs) I do I do you're getting you're getting more Um, relaxed with fuels I know I'm I'm becoming worse than Mike can I Um, can I just say I don't even think Mike picked up on what I said they they yeah Mike's like huh that was just like normal words to me um so they tested it on on a vase of Joe's yep and I I put down Lenny fail because it didn't work Mm. Then they go hide the pieces underneath a random <laughs> pillow. I know. Like, they're never, he's never going to notice broken vase underneath the pillow on a couch. <laughs> that could really cut you up, man. They've got, like, a tip around really the corner sharp. from their place if they really want to hide it, or just take it to their place, <laughs> or put it in the bin. Don't put it behind a pillow. It's, it's It's been, what is it now? It's, like, 21 episodes into this podcast. We've never actually said about the fact that they live right next to a tip. Wouldn't it stink where they live? That's a fair point. <laughs> well, we think the tip's actually like two blocks away, wasn't it? Yeah. It's oh, still stink. It's still going to stink, man. Have you ever been near a tip? I know. I, I look pretty close to a tip. So, the ferals are in the shed. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, and they're all knackered. Um, and they're trying to prove who's the least tired. I actually thought in this episode, Radis is actually quite motivated to get fit. I feel like he could have got fit just Money. by his effort. What did you say? By through his effort of a five hundred dollar incentive, he wouldn't have done it otherwise. Well, yeah, well, it doesn't matter. It's whatever gets you well, going, that, right? That, totally. That's that's very true. I lost mm. weight. Remember, that, remember that time I lost like thirty kilos. Are you are you fat or are you thin, Mike? At the moment, pretty average at the moment. Okay, mm. middle Mike. But you know, at the time when I I was mm. fat, it was fat Mike, and mm. then fat Mike lost like yeah, yeah. thirty five kilos or something. Yep. That was driven by sex. Really, that was my motivation. <laughs> so, it, it's whatever, you know, whatever works. Different people have different uh, drivers, I guess. What a surprise <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> anyway. So, now we have... Why did I write Slasser? Lassie. <laughs> why am I trying... <laughs> this is the word that I... <laughs> what am I trying to write here? Oh... Oh, no, now I know what I was trying to write. Can you see... I'm going to have to start this a little bit again. Mm. Can you see what I wrote here in in the text in Google Lenny Hangout? the Slacker, it's meant to be. Yeah, Slacker. Robbie drink healthy smoothie. <laughs> Lenny the Slicer. Okay. <clears throat> so, we have Lenny... The Slicer. Lenny the Slicer, I almost said. <laughs> Lenny slacking off watching Robbie uh, have a smoothie. And how, you know, Lenny's a bad example. I like the pun that he said about fixing his digital, um, 
digital anti-gravity device. Did you hear what he said mm. when he was saying that? I, I think I'm the only one who picks up on these puns and enjoy them. What did he say? That he said he's going to iron out the bugs. Ah, yes. Ah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that's, that's a good pun. <laughs> anyway, so this is the scene where Lenny calls Robbie Roberta. Now, do you think that's her name or do you think Robbie's her name? What? No, Robbie's Rob- obviously. I reckon her name's Roberta. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I'm, I missed that. Did you both agree with each yes, other? Yes, for once. Okay. <laughs> Can I just say about Robbie in this um, scene? Mm-hmm. She is a mm. real bitch to Radis in this scene. Complete bitch. And I, I've, I've put down a note because this is a scene where Radis is in the coming up to the window all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've put down. I don't like her anymore. She's, she's got no <laughs> redeeming features anymore as a character. So she's hot. Well, I think Mike would argue yes. that she's got redeeming features, but as a character, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I said as yeah, a she, character. It's because she was, she was did, just... It's the money. The money just corrupts people, John. That's what happens. <laughs> Who's John? It's the money, Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. She's been, like, insanely mean to everyone in this show, and... It's a new know. haircut. Yeah, Do you guys really, reckon like, it's a new haircut? <laughs> I like a. It's the new haircut. Do you guys reckon it's the new haircut? Um, no, no, no. She's always been like pretty mean. Yeah, she's been she's mean since about worse. like episode six or seven. Then, because we thought that she mm. was like this super nice character. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, to and be then honest, we realized that doing this, she only cares Robbie, about the money. You'll do anything for five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm thinking. Did you press that by accident? And I'm like, ah, no. okay. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's true. She's, but she's also really mean to Lenny. Mm. Like she forces him to make the the weights really light so that it makes her look like she's super fit by saying, "I'll tell Joe about the uh, about the vase that we that we broke." So she's blackmailing him, which is funny because she partook in that as well. So doesn't even make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you know he still would get into some trouble, right? So. Well, not trouble. I mean, it's just Joe. Although they are living there, so they wouldn't have a place to stay. Mm. But anyway, anyway. So, then the next thing we see that Radis, who has been in the window, as Swinney alluded to, he'd observed what Robbie and Lenny did, making the weights really light. Mm-hmm. And there were also the fact that you can make things really heavy if you put it in the reverse mode. Um, so, then he comes in. And we also see... What do we see again, Swinney? We see the stocking. The stocking on there. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Is it, how many times? How many times has he had a stop? It's so bad. This is a kids show, by the way. He's got a break and enter. I think this is only the second time he's head. had a stocking on his I head, but right. he's had like yeah. other masks and stuff on, and like bandanas. Well, I think he had stuff. a balaclava on. Yeah, once. balaclava. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so bad, man. It's so bad. Yeah. Okay, now, in um, this scene, did you guys n- notice something happening a bit weird with the sheets at the huh? end of this scene? Shut up. What? It was really weird. Serious? And there was like this, like a some weird moaning going on. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Shut now, up. Let me just, let me just not- say, no, let me just say that in the start of the scene, because I went back and watched it a couple times to make sure I wasn't seeing things, is that Joe and Lenny are just sleeping motionless, right? But yep. in the part, the final part where where Radice is walking out the door, sheets are moving, and I swear you hear a moan. I swear. If you want to play that, all right, all right. play that. I've play got that. it right here. I've got it's it right very, here. I'll turn it up louder. Subtle, very subtle. Yeah. I'll turn it up loud, so it might be pretty loud. loud okay. okay. 
Happy? Did you not hear the ah uh, there? No, I heard a rooster. Wait, let, let me try it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was. Yeah, but it, I think it was no. just a moving moan, not a... Uh, yeah, I know it was a moving moan. moan. It's, no, really, think... it's really weird because the sheets are also moving. The monkey boy, you can only obviously see that at the moment, but yeah. the sheets yeah. are moving as well, and it just, it I just reckon, looked weird. I now, I know it's John's not, onto something here. I know it's not what it is, but it's I just... I think it is unlike. exactly what you think it is. No, but <laughs> the thing is, we know it's not. Do. we know it's not Joe or Lenny. Because they're sleeping silently, not moving. No, no, no. It is it is Joe or Lenny. Because it's a different shot. I can see it. It's a bit unfair because I'm actually, like, I can see it right but now. that sounds like a woman's voice, not a man. No, nah, no. Nah, it's Joe and Lenny. I'm sure it's Joe and Lenny. Okay. Who are, like, laying... Okay. One's on the couch and one's on the floor. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mike, but Mike look, you I should go do some moving. research on that. Yeah, I'm going to have to check this out again. <laughs> For uh, scientific purposes. No, he's banging on the microphone again. (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst microphone technique. Um, It's too sensitive. Just like me. (laughs) Exactly. Any touch. Um, Uh, So, we have Radis. Sorry, I was just going to say, there's a director's cut of that scene where Mike walks out for a snack. Yes, our faithful listeners would understand what that means. <laughs> and what Michael would be uh, dressed as, or not dressed in. Anyway, so <laughs> we have Radis and Darren who are, who spring out of bed, and Moddy and Mixie who are, like, struggling to even move. So it's obvious that Radis has beamed them with a heavy beam to make them so that they can't move. He's also done the same to Robbie. Now, what I, I did have the question of, did he beam himself and Darren with a super light setting to make themselves lighter? I no. didn't take that from from that. They just made everything that they're lift, lifting up yeah. lighter, that's all. They just destroyed that competition. Okay. okay, okay. And again, we have Joe's outfit. This is, I think this scene is the real bad one because it's on the, on the camera level of Radis and Darren and Joe's right there with his little fanny pack. Well, he's also, covering he's much. traded in some his bike shorts for these really short bike shorts so it's like <laughs> yeah, no, it's who true. likes short shots <laughs> joe likes short really shorts. Point. throughout this episode his shorts are getting like tighter and, and, shorter. and shorter and joe says i uh, forget what it's in reference to but he says is there's only one cure and it made me think i got a fever and the only prescription is more cowbell <laughs> <laughs> oh good um and then, yeah, we have Moddy, Mixie, and Robbie who have caught Radis, the fact that he's used this this device to make them heavy, and then he just gives the device over to them. Yeah, what? I was like, that's crap. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I saw that as well. And I also like the Mixie's ears when she was made heavy. Her ears are actually pointing to the floor as well. <laughs> yep, that's a cool touch. Yeah, there's some cool details like that because like later that we see on her ears, she's like lifting the weights with her ears. Yep. I thought that was pretty cool. So, they've, they're obviously going to hatch a plan to get back at uh, Radis and Darren. Uh, look, I why why would they give the device to them? I don't understand. But in the next scene, we see Radis and Darren doing chin-ups. This is why I thought that they must have used the lighter, like the, the gun, to make themselves lighter. 
Because what they could do chin ups ah, beforehand. Yes, like oh, normally. That's a good point. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. Yeah. And it it does look awesome. The puppeteering of them doing chin ups. Yeah. It was hilarious. I'll just say that um, the puppeteering in this episode was one of the best so far, especially well, in the final I, I, scene. So yep. we'll yeah. Exactly. We'll get to it. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. But you're right. I think with stuff that happens later in the episode, I'm like, oh, this is definitely the best t- puppeteering that I can remember. Um, so yeah, this is where we have Moddy who's on a rampage and she chainsaws the, the clothesline down the where they're doing chin We knew one was coming, so. <laughs> but it's so weird. It's just like, I, I thought they were going to do something clever. It's just like, oh no, I'll just destroy what you're actually on right now. But Moddy has so that awesome insult, the one I was alluding to earlier, when she says, eat our dust custard guts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I like that. I didn't write that down. I but thought I did that enjoy was, that. to call someone uh, custard guts, it sounds... I don't, but she said that before. She said that in another she episode, said custard, custard guts. guts. Hmm. Well, yeah, maybe with the yeah. combination of the eat our dust custard guts, it just uh, it sounded better. So, I wonder if Mel had input on that stuff. I know that we spoke about it and he said it's pretty much everything is quite quite carefully constructed, especially the insults, but... I imagine he had I don't know. input, but I think what you were asking, Mel, was about the improvisation of... Yes. Yeah, of that's them, true. So. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So, now we see that Joe is still trying to get these guys fitter, um, and he starts feeding them mung beans for dinner. And the ferals, in a very Australian way, they form a strike picket <laughs> and resign from the competition. And Joe says, and bon appetite, for some reason, because he doesn't know how to say I it. know. <laughs> Stuff like that. I love this character. This guy, <laughs> Mig, is awesome in this show. I, I feel like the way he acts it out, hams it up and everything, is just perfect. Um... So, yeah, when Joe comes out to sort of say, oh, no, you've got to get fit, you got to do this and that, they start bashing him. I <laughs> know, oh, they just and just punch him in the knees and punch him in the guts. <laughs> Beat him to the floor, basically. And then, okay, so a couple of things, what's developing right here, because this whole scene is kind of like the last bit. We see that the phone rings, so we know it's Joe's phone. And then Robbie picks up the phone. Now... I don't know. Am I wrong about this? But when mobile phones came in, mm-hmm. is this a common thing that people did? Answer other people's uh, phones? I wouldn't say common, but it's not like today. It, I don't think it was as private. Because remember, this was in the transition well, okay. period between when, when phones were, were a public thing or a family thing at home. And then mm. I don't think there wasn't anything really personal in them at the time. Maybe a few messages, but mm. it wasn't really that prevalent. Whereas now, it's a totally different thing. It's like, it's your thing. Yeah, like apart from I don't even know. Can you can you think of a scenario where you'd answer someone else's mobile phone if it was ringing? Yeah, say say for instance, like you've right got now, someone kidnapped and tied up, and <laughs> no, in a normal situation, oh, uh, I think the only hmm. possible time is say if you're all sitting around at dinner and you know they're yeah. expecting someone to call to tell you like if they're yeah. on their way or something. Yeah. That's the only possible situation, and even then, I still probably wouldn't. And you usually need to know how to unlock them to be able to answer it. Yeah, you can't know anyway. Everyone's got a password on them, so... No, the phones don't have... That's true. You don't have to type a password to answer the phone if it's... Oh, okay. (laughs) What are you guys talking about? You don't even know how phones work. What the hell? Heaven forbid we get something wrong, oh lord of everything (laughs) correct. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, but it's true. Look, And you know what? I started thinking about it after this episode, and Mm -hmm. I thought... 
I actually do remember that when phone mobile phones came in, it was more common that people would answer other people's phones mm. because that's what you do. Like, even if you're at a strange, like not strangers, even if you're at a friend's house, I've known people who have answered the phone because it's ringing. Yeah, back in the day. Are we just now? Less, I don't think people do that as much today. But back then, and just more open with people. Are we too possessive? Well, and- I, I- I think because you didn't own it, like, it, so when you have a family phone, it's a communal well, that's what I mean. phone, yeah, yeah. Really. So, exactly. Yeah. So the mentality. Whereas now different. it's an individual. That's thing. right. Yeah. So it, uh, it and can it contains be so also, much more private stuff than what what it used to. I also think it's the that's fact true. that now that you've got SMSs and instant messaging stuff, that a lot of people are weary that people might pick up their phone and send joke text messages and stuff, which <laughs> wouldn't have been the case, say. For I the would joke. never do that. So. <laughs> to say, oh, hi, honey, to, like, some random name in the in the hey, contact list. Our, our a second second most popular listener, Chris, who's only listened to, like, two episodes, <laughs> still accuses me of oh, geez, the fact that I screwed up. Popular. I screwed up his blinds because... He was trying to get <laughs> he was trying to get some blinds replaced, and we were both he was driving in the car at the time, and he gets a phone call from these blind people, and in the middle of the phone call, I go, <laughs> "Come back to bed, baby." These <laughs> blind people, and then apparently because I said, "Come back to bed, baby," his blinds got stuffed up. I don't believe that. That is bull crap. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. That's funny. I, look, I have answered someone's phone when it was ringing. This guy at my last job, yeah. he was very private, like insanely private, and he left his phone there, which is amazing, and it got a, like someone was calling. We're out Ooh. drinking, so I answered it and pretended like I was this other guy to get information about <laughs> You're an about asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the money never is this, put is my phone anywhere near fired? you. I never got fired, you idiot. <laughs> anyway. So, what we have here is that Joe's phone's ringing, and Clay, the American, answers, and this is where we find out that if Joe gets the job, he's going to America. So, now everyone is on board with this plan. Robbie, Lenny, and they tell the Ferrells about the fact that Joe would have to go and leave their lives, so they're all on board about trying to get rid of Joe. Now, at this point, I started thinking, Joe's Joe's not that bad of a guy. He's, like, letting them stay at his house... He's letting the ferals oh, stay rent free. Put up with in the more shed. crap. Why are they so against anyone him? Anyone else on the entire show? <laughs> I know. Yeah, he cops it, and he's he's a, he's trying to do stuff at least. Maybe not successfully, but he's at least yeah, trying totally, to have a crack, totally, right? Yeah. He's actually a really uh, good guy. Yeah, I think they're about it. douchebags. Yeah, I think they're being they're real douchebags. They're, you know, they're taking I think, advantage. I think of Mike him. sees a lot of Joe in himself. I think that's why he thinks he's a very good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a lot of Joe in myself, but I like to see a, a lot of myself in Joe. <laughs> that's, I think that's what he's meaning. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I didn't oh, need wow. to say it as as obviously as you I did. know, I know. I don't believe in like subtlety. Can I just say, I like how Mike didn't think that that's what you meant and he wanted to put it out there <laughs> that just that's what he case. wants. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Ming's never coming on the show now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, so... um. All right, so now they get a train all night. This is actually my favorite scene in the show. Uh, like this episode, I should say. You see all the tiny equipment that the ferals are on and they're all doing, you know, curls and push-ups and all this kind of stuff. I don't. I was really struggling to think of the names of the exercises. <laughs> so I said push-ups. Um, it's hit. What else about this? High intensity. What else about this scene did you like, Mike? Uh, 
Okay. Sweetie, did you like the bit with a light bulb? Yes. I feel like they're playing a lot around. I have notes on that too. (laughs) Why didn't you say it? I was waiting for you guys to say it. And then I was going to say it. Is there anything about this scene you like? And you're like. <sighs> I, no, because I didn't remember that the light bulb was in this in this particular scene. I just remember the fact that the light. But that's bulb why you write notes. That's why you write notes. Like, you... nice light bulb, Lenny. It's that's what we're talking about now, be simply because like, you didn't even know it was in this scene. So, nope. <laughs> oh, it's awesome! It's awesome. Um, was there anything else, Winnie? No. Like, uh, I like the end bit with Lenny, but I don't know if there oh, was look, anything it was else a, it that was a spotted. good scene, but it's one of those things where just a lot of... It's like a montage of different stuff happening, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, at the end, they're all struggling, and they're not going to be able to get fit enough. And then we have Lenny saying, oh, I might have a plan, and then a couple of them go around him. And then when he says, it's not really honest, basically everyone there, all the ferals and Robbie, just go around him, like hover around him, waiting for him to, to say the plan. I like that. I, I, I will say, cute. Lenny looks tanned for some reason in this episode. <laughs> he just look, his skin looks a lot darker than normal. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, his face, mainly. like Because when we saw him wearing that wife beater, he didn't look tanned. But I don't know. No, that's true. That's true. Maybe maybe it's just the VHS quality in this episode. Probably. Again, pretty bad. Not as bad as the last one. Yeah, but, especially right at the end. Yeah, yeah I know. Right at the climax. <laughs> So now we have the the final the final um, scene of the show, and I titled it as Clay's outfit, Joe's outfit. So we, <laughs> not only do we have Joe in a crazy tight outfit, we also have this new guy, Clay. Now, did you look into this guy, Sweeney? Yeah, um, John Hannon, I think his name is. Oh, he he hasn't really. He's done lots of small stuff, you know, like he's been on. I think he's been on like the regulars, like your home and away style shows, and he. Oh, so this guy's Aussie. Yeah, he's Is Aussie. This guy yeah. Aussie. Yep. What do you oh, think that was a real okay. American accent? I no, no but I thought I, he I did know. a really good fake American accent. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've got a clip of it. Let's see. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't know mute. I don't know mute. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong at all. Uh, oh, I just happen to have some photos of what they looked like when they first started. <laughs> I look forward to seeing what you can do. Uh, sure. Okay, yeah, that's probably pretty bad accent. <laughs> it's Canadian. I track my statement. The, he he has a very odd-looking face for some reason. Not so much in this. Yeah, he looks but so if weird. You, if you check him out on IMDb, he has a, a very odd face. Now, it's not a bad thing <laughs> for TV nice and thing actors. It's actually no, no. It's, it's so very characteristic face is probably the nicer way of putting it. So, like, I, I've i never seen anybody look like him kind of thing, so. <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, John, John Hannon. John Hannon. Oh, maybe I'm spelling it wrong. It says Strictly Ballroom. Yep, he was in Strictly Ballroom. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he looks so weird, man. Yeah, I think it's Holy just that shit. photo as well, so. <laughs> but he lo- I'm so confused. He didn't look as old. He had, like, white hair in this scene. I thought they'd made it white or something. It's oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he has it. Oh, Heartbreak High. I actually know someone who was on that show. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, Heartbreak High. <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> I don't I'm know. like waiting for it. Oh, what does that happen every day that you know like, someone on the friggin' show? Heartbreak High. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I never watched the show, but of course I was ever. You know, <laughs> I, I remember it being on. I'm just seeing if their their names on actually on here. Anyway, um, I'm so off track now. 
So, like, what were the highlights of this scene for you, Swinney? Uh, first of all, Moddy saying, <laughs> "I must, I must, I must increase my bust," which I yes, thought I was, that down was as well. quite funny. We mentioned Mixie lifting the barbells for ears. <laughs> How does that even work? I love it. Um, Radis saying, well, "What do you think? What do you think it means?" Well, you can't, you can't increase Mike. your bust for exercise. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, you you, you can increase, like, if you increase the pectoral muscle behind it, right? Yeah, but probably statistically speaking, you're going to lose some weight in the process, which means the fat content's going to go down, so you're just going to decrease your bust size. That's not true. You can build muscle without losing fat, or a significant oh, of course you portion can, of fat. But and then breast tissue isn't fat. It's it's um. It's memory. Uh, yeah, but he still loses through, through weight loss called. generally. Not always, Tissue. but you generally do. Mm. One other, anyway, one other anyway. thing I liked was Radis saying he's thinking of going for the 2000 Olympics. Yeah. Now, they were, they was, were decided yeah. at this point. When, this is 95. Of course, it had to be decided mm. at this point that it was Sydney. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like 93, wasn't it? When they when that guy... I've forgotten his name, actually. Um, where that guy announced it. The winner is City. <laughs> Well, I think they decided two, two <clears throat> lots in advance, which would make it eight years in advance. So, which would, I guess would be 92, right? Uh, I don't think there's a set schedule on how they do those oh, things. Because okay. as you've seen with the World Cup, they announced both the 2018 and 2022 World Cups in one mm. go. And I think they've done that in the past with the Olympics as well. Well, what's your guess when the Olympics was announced? 92. I would think 93, because the year after the Olympics. Well, I've already said 93, but... Yeah, I know, I know. So you can't take it. So what do you what do you say now? 93. <laughs> 93. No, no I, I, re- I already said 93. You guys can't say 93. I already mm, said it. 93. 92 and a half. So I'm going to say you're 94, I'm 93, and you're 92. I'm yes. 93, no. okay? It doesn't matter if you said it first. No, That's you're 94. You're 94. So you're forcing me. So, you're forcing so, me to so make a guess that I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was 523 BC. <laughs> oh god. Was yeah. it 93? But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. What I thought was weird about it was they're talking about the 2000 Olympics, which would have felt like so long away, right? Like 5 years away. That's crazy how long ago For that is. For me, now. it's kind of like, whoa. I don't know, 5 years away, yeah. we're well into 2020. Yep. Um but yeah, for me, the 2000 Olympics f- feels less like a lifetime ago. So, I don't know. And just then you die. Thinking about that. <laughs> okay. So, can I say what my favorite... I might actually be able to, like, uh, sync it up. My favorite part of the whole episode of what the guy... What this clay guy said. This is my favorite line in this episode. Out of this. Ah, you can borrow my camera if you like. Yes. I never travel without a video cam. <laughs> I just thought that's so creepy. I don't travel without a video my, cam. My favourite part about Clay, because I thought he was really good. Um, first of all, he yeah, had he some awesome. serious eyebrows. Um, was when he randomly... They, he's impressed by, you know, the fact that they look like they're all fit, even though they don't look like it, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But he he randomly goes in to go get that video cam, and he's so he grabs it. And he goes, hey, anyone know why this, what, this iron's flashing here or something? <laughs> it's just excuse me to bring out the dag. 
I, just, I know. I, I know. love that the writing is so. Shit not only sometimes. did he grab it and bring it out, but he did, they actually explain why he's holding it. Hey, anyone know why this iron's flashing? <laughs> I know. And why is he holding it? It's yeah, it's so crazy. So yeah, the, I guess the whole setup here is that Joe's showing off the ferals and Robbie showing how fit they are, and it's it's a it's a trick, obviously, because they've made all the equipment super light. And now Joe's obsessed about them doing this human pyramid with a heavy weight at the top. So they start doing that, but as we didn't explain earlier, <laughs> that it has a limited effect whenever it sort of makes things heavier or light. Um, so then, you know, when they're actually in this human pyramid, it's starting to, the, the dag is starting to beep, which indicates that the effect is going to wear off. What I liked when, uh, Clay, cause he wanted to be in the shot, obviously. Oh, he's trying to find someone to record it, and he looks at Lenny and goes, just point and shoot, shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny cops it so hard in this episode. So this is where we get up to the end, and at least what I wrote at the start was we missed the money shot. I, t- I don't know about you guys, we but did. the VHS was screwed. Yeah, my note. At the point. My note, Mikey boy, we missed the money shot. Really? Is that what you That's wrote? That's what I wrote. Well? I had we missed the climax, but yeah, money shot sounds better. <laughs> we're all we're all on the same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> but did you guys watch it all the way to the end? Yes. Well, yeah, sorry. I watched the credits. I'll, I'll reframe that. Swinney, did you watch it? <laughs> yes. Luckily, they showed us like some weird slow mo version of them all falling yeah. from the mountain of muscle. Yeah, but it I think I don't know. Do you reckon they did the slow mo in that bit, or do you reckon like you know with the money shot that we missed where they all collapse? Mm. Do you think it was in real time or slow time? I, reckon it was in I think it was in real time. Real time. I yeah. think it was in real time. Oh damn! Would have been good to see it. Mm. Would have been good to see it. it looked funny. So, anyway, so that's the, the cover of this episode. Was there anything else yeah. you wanted to Can talk I about this episode? Can I just mention the aerobics structure that was on TV? Yeah. Who was so, that? So, that guy, <laughs> his name is Jeff Barker. He was Commando on Gladiators, the Australian Gladiators. Oh. Now, he's also married, or at least was married, I don't know the current marital status, to a model named Bessie Bardot. And I go, okay. that, yep. that name sounds okay. familiar. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And then yeah. I went into Google. I'm like, now I remember her. <laughs> Bardo. Yeah, I'm just looking it up as well. It does sound familiar. Oh, yeah. Familiar. Yeah, I do remember Bessie Bardo. <laughs> I, I don't really know her. Anyway, I thought that was interesting that just a random quick cameo on an aerobic show actually linked to someone, so... Oh, wow. Oh, jeez. Okay. I just saw what it was all about. Was it the Australian one? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Let's move on. No, let's not. Um, Give me a sec. Ratings. Ratings. <laughs> That's all it takes. Okay, I'm back. Um, I'll leave you last right, month. So, so, now we... So, let's let's go through the reviews now, and then we've got a little section at the end. Are you happy with that, Swinney? No. Maybe. Okay. Well, what do you want to do? Let's do ratings. Yes. Well, that's what I said. Okay. I'm just anyway. screwing with you, man. Um, you, you, you lead the batting this time. I don't think you've, you've gone up first for a while. Okay. I give this episode a six. Yep. I thought it was a really strong episode. It's a shame that the video quality obviously ruined the last part of it, but that's not, a, that can't be attributed to the show itself. Nope. But mm. I, I did laugh quite a bit, but I can't. Give it more than the six because I don't think there was that really super funny moment. So yeah, same. Mm. True. How about you, Mike? Yep. What did you give it? That echoes my thoughts exactly. <laughs> so I'm giving you yep out of ten. Yes. What's the number? It's a yep out of ten. <laughs> Come on, what it's number? a six. 
Okay, six. I gave it a five. I look. I thought this was this was a good episode. I think I echo your thoughts, Swinny, by saying that it was more chuckle. Like I chuckle along to the episode, but I didn't really laugh out loud. I need Same. my lols. Yeah, I need yeah, my, my lols, lols to get too. higher rating. <laughs> cool. All right. So, did you want to set up this uh, last little bit, yes. Swinny? So, uh, cool. I want to have a bit of a Feral's podcast mix-up. Okay. So, mm. in order to do this, I thought first of all I'd figure out our DJ names. <laughs> so, Mike, mm-hmm. I chucked your name into this DJ name generator, okay. which I I don't know how it was figuring it out, but I chucked it in, and apparently your name is DJ Acid Headcracker. Okay, I'll go with that. You happy with that one? Yeah, I'm happy with that one. Monkey, Monkey what is Boy, it? DJ Acid Headcracker. Yes, yep. Monkey Boy, I chucked <laughs> you in, and apparently you're DJ Rehabilitation. So I think you two. <laughs> You two go well together, I think, in hand in hand. So, acid head crack and rehabilitator. Oh, yeah. You know what? DJ rehabilitation is pretty cool, actually. I think <laughs> I'll roll with cool. that. That's, you get some good cool. business if you actually had, like, a double rehab and, like, DJ career going on. You'd be able to, like, yeah, that's convert, get all the, the people on ecstasy to, you know, consider rehabilitation. Hmm. <laughs> all the people on ecstasy, just a broad brush there. Uh, no, that's cool. DJ rehabilitation. All right. So, what are you? Uh, I was very disappointed in mine. Apparently, I'm DJ Vicious Vinyl. Vicious Vinyl sounds cool. Vicious. Not as cool yeah, as but it's re- a bit lame though. Not as not as good as rehabilitation. I don't know. I like Vicious DJ Vinyl re- rehabilitation. No, but Vicious Vinyl. It sounds a bit like put on. It's a bit, you know, contrived. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So while we're at it, I thought we'd also talk about our porn star names. Completely irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> so. Mike, what's your porn star name? I don't know. I thought you were going to tell I me. Expect- I was expecting you to say something funny then. Um, <laughs> That's it. You let me I know. don't know. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> do you know Cox the rule? Mac. It's the, the first pet and the first street name. Ah. So, the first street boy, you ever lived boy, on, you, the you, first you, pet that you ever had. You're trying to freaking find out... My, my all my security questions and all, all the websites are signed <laughs> yeah, up to. Yeah, that's true. Screw you know, this! I'm not telling you. Know, you know, this is actually this is actually why they do this. This whole thing is is a social engineering thing. I believe. So, that. Mike, what's your first pet name? <laughs> I don't know. Let's go with. Oh, come on, George. George. Okay, what's the first street you ever lived on? Uh, Bling Bling Street. Okay. All right. To <laughs> if if I completely believe you there which i don't your porn star name is george bling bling okay so monkey boy what, what's your porn star mm. name? so well, what is it street first pet that you ever had first pet well my first pet was ron ron and the first <laughs> yep. street that you ever lived on oh, come on i know where you're going with this <laughs> Jer- jeremy road <laughs> I, love, I love how how mike picked up on it straight away <laughs> and swinny was going along all right you guys all obviously right, are that's fine okay all right, so now that we've got our DJ names, forget about the porn star names. Yep. Okay. Um, I thought it would be interesting to check out how it would be to chuck our podcast into a dubstep generator. Interesting. <laughs> okay. So there's a website called The Wub Machine where you can upload files and automatically spits it out. You can choose a couple of genres like dubstep, huh. house, drum and bass. So mm. I... I Tried to think of a clip from our podcast that I could grab. So I grabbed a little bit from a highlights episode, specifically the part around 
the Feral's Fantastic Fun Book because I'm, I know that <laughs> Monkey Boy is laughing a lot in that episode. And I think <laughs> yeah, it grabbed a couple little extra parts. So the clip goes for about just over two minutes. The funniest part's probably towards the end, but then I'll let you know. We can just fade it out. So, Monkey Boy, All right. this one is called Feral's Podcast versus Jason Evans. Wait, before you run it as well... <laughs> Do you guys reckon Jason Evans has a a best of? I don't even know who I've it is. Jason, Jason Evans. Evans. <laughs> it's just always him versus. People. It's always versus Jason Wait, Evans, and it's like I don't follow people <laughs> who go to a show and press play in Winamp. Like that's not <laughs> interesting to me. <laughs> all right, okay, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so you're gonna ro- roll the tape, monkey boy. I love sure that if Luke was laughing the entire time, or there was the track. <laughs> the thing is, Mike. <laughs> no, it was When you it hear it with I the bass, when you hear it with the bass, it sounds a lot better. But I just love that. Yeah, somehow it figured out to say to get you to say, "How the f do you masturbate like a third wheel?" Okay, <laughs> 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 and better cockroach, better cockroach. So what I figured, I'm like, okay, that, that was that was pretty funny. But I thought, what's our favourite audio bit from the show? To quickly grab mm. a sample from Ferrell's itself. So I mm. thought, Moddy singing. Poppins. Oh, don't do it. Is this what I'm playing? <laughs> okay, oh, no, I'm wait, playing wait, wait. Let me just say that for some reason, 
it turned out very different than I was expecting. It turned out very sinister, and I think it's because of a particular sample of Lenny that showed up in it. This one's, one's much shorter, but if you can roll this one. All right. I don't know about you. Awesome. I don't know that about cool. you guys, but Lenny going rah, with that sinister tone. I was not expecting that. Okay, that one was really cool. That was awesome. Yeah. What do you that think of that, Mike? I, I got to get the actual samples <laughs> of this and hear them properly with the bass up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bass. It's got there's huge amounts of bass on it. But yeah, that that would that would be funny just to flow through heaps of uh, clips from the show. <laughs> Into like a whole night, sixty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what I thought I'd also do was do a bit of a mix yep. up in text form. Now the standard description we have on our podcast. By the way, those ep- episode summaries. Whoever writes them, they're awesome. You know, congrats. Oh, yeah. very brilliant. You guys writer. are welcome. Yeah. Very brilliant writer. No worries, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so the standard descriptor at the end is roughly. Join Monkey Boy, Swinney, and Mike as they delve into the bizarre, violent, and at times frankly disturbing world of Australian's TV show, The Ferals. So I thought, how can I mix this up? And I thought, Google Translate. So what I what I basically did is took that and chucked it between a whole lot of different uh, languages to see what it spat out. So the first one, I went from English to French to German, to Dutch, and back to English. Okay. <laughs> and it came back as, Join Monkey Boy, Swinney, and Mike as deepening violence in the bazaar, said honest and disturbing world of the TV show for Australian children, Wildcats. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. So that huh. actually came out pretty good. I'm up, like, yeah. wow, okay. But it didn't say the ferals. didn't say the ferals. No, it said Wildcats. Oh, Wildcats. Oh, yeah. So I thought, <laughs> Wildcats. I need to... I need to mm-hmm. step this up a bit. So I went from English to Bosnian to Afrikaans <laughs> okay. to Romanian to Romanian to <laughs> to Vietnamese to Norwegian back to English. Okay. Wow. Okay. A journey now. Now check this out. Join Monkey Boy Swinney and Mike when they go down in a bizarre, violent, and the world sometimes frankly disturbing TV programs for children. Australia, the Ferals. I'm like, come on. Wow. It turned out better than <laughs> the first good. one. That's really That's good. good. Yeah. So, the final one, I'm like, bugger this. So, I went from English to Japanese to English. <laughs> and this... Pretty straightforward, wow, you think? Wow, that's it. That's it. English, Japanese, this English. This came out, frankly, the city in times of Australian <laughs> children's television program, A Disturbing World of Ferals. They are violent. Strange dig as Monkey Boy participate in Swinney and Microphone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read that last bit out again? <laughs> uh, 
A disturbing world of ferals, they are violent. Strange dig as monkey boy, participate in Swinny and microphone. <laughs> what the hell? I love, awesome. I love that you know we what? went between like eight different languages and just the Japanese back to English is gives us that. That's awesome. Do you think it was um that the other languages it was too complex that it wasn't really translating it properly? Potentially, mm. and I think it really depends mm. on the sentence structures as well of those languages. Mm. And I have no idea if the sentence structures of any of the others are good. I imagine that French, German, Dutch are quite similar, but I have no idea mm. if, like, Vietnamese and Afrikaans... Well, Afrikaans would be, but, like, Norwegian... Well, it's a funny one, because I think, like, you know, Vietnamese, there's no sense of tense, so there's no past, f- present, or future in the language. Um, so, yeah, if you mention anything like that, it would totally kind of destroy that meaning now, to some degree. Now, I did capitalise Monkey Boy, and I have a feeling if I didn't capitalise Monkey Boy, it would have probably... <laughs> It would probably would have changed that. <laughs> changed it to yeah. <laughs> yeah, would have thought. Yeah, would have thought it was a monkey boy, <laughs> so a boy monkey or something. Anyway, you know what we should do? We should uh, translate whatever whatever that brilliant writer who writes the episode summaries generates. We should put that through the English to Japanese to English translator. Just put that up and use that as the episode summary of this episode. I'll call that. Hey, that's a really good idea. So wait, do I have to write it first? Yeah. Write yeah, yeah write it first. I'll yeah. translate oh, it. Oh, wait, I'll just spoil that I wrote it. <laughs> you just want to have it on record. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, one last thing I wanted to say, or did you have anything else? No, or? no, I'm done. I'm done. Well, one thing that I wanted to ask is, what's the status of our Lee 2015 campaign? Ooh. We're working on it. We did We did it? announce to Lee that there is such a campaign. Yep. The only problem, because of our recording schedule... He's not going to actually hear the episode for like another two weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, that's but we're so working he on it. And then we'll have to. He didn't we'll outright. We'll have to he up. didn't outright shoot it down. So I reckon we've got an angle there. Beautiful, beautiful. It's going to be well, like it's going to bring like, it up every episode until we do it. It's so. going to be like uh, Frost. Sorry, uh, Nixon Kennedy all over again. You know, we're going to buy our time <laughs> <laughs> for something else completely exactly. unrelated. All right, I think we'll wrap it up there. So next episode, it's episode seven. School's out, but for now, it's bye. Goodbye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So... What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.